Hey guys, welcome back to the Beyond Fitness Podcast, episode three of the relaunch with your host Jake Van Hoff and Kate Reese. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about why you should focus on the negatives, not the positives. You need to be more negative in life. Yeah. That's our that's yeah, our it sounds topic. a little bit it sounds a little bit backwards. And certainly if like clients are listening to that, they're like, wait, what? That's not what you encourage. Um, but yeah, we've got a really interesting take on that. We're also going to speak a little bit about how to just be more consistent generally with your nutrition and training. Um, but I think kicking things off. I think you should give a bit of an update on where you're at and how this photo shoot prep is going. Speak about me. I mean, you want me to speak about me? You're encouraging to me to speak about me. We'll give you a timestamp of when you can skip this to then go on to the actual topics because we might be here a while. Yeah, skip to um, one hour, 56 (laughs) minutes when I finally tired myself out. Um, Surely it'd be longer than that. Yeah, so I'm four and a half weeks out as you will be listening to this from Photoshoot with Christopher Bailey, who is one of the photographers that we shot with in 2021. Um, I would say that this week has been the week where I'm like, I'm content with where I'm at. And if I did the shoot tomorrow, I'd be happy, I think. Um, I would... My favourite clothing brand, this is going off on a tangent, Kate's making a face already, um, is Alphalete. And one of their favourite expressions is proud but never satisfied. So, like, I would say I've entered the happy but not satisfied stage where there's a little bit more I'd like to eke out, but I'm satisfied. Mm. Like, I'm not content yet. Like, I still would like to just push myself a, a smidge harder for the last few weeks. But um, yeah, four and a half weeks, which is just absolutely no time. It is literally 31 days or something as you listen to this, which is like one month kind of thing, one calendar month, essentially. Um, So I feel really good about that. And especially because at least the last like five days of it will be a breeze in theory. Um, So you do a peak Peak week week and it it's kind of all about washing fatigue off getting your energy in an amazing spot and um filling you up because you've you've kind of emptied out the energy stores um both in your muscles and your fucking will will to live your um energy levels all that stuff and it's just almost just like bringing you back to life a little bit um which i don't think i'll actually need particularly in terms of the bringing me back to life i feel pretty fantastic um but uh it definitely is it's what it says on the tin of peak week it's it's to get you at your peak for those photos um but yeah i'm feeling very very positive four and a half weeks out it's gonna fly in absolutely fly by i know that for a fact and like i was saying this to kate as well it's been a really big positive for me with uh like the way that me and my coach have kind of mapped it out in that mike helps us with our business um, and me personally with my business as well. And there's a clear shift now that he's got more of like an insight into our business and like our values and what we want to be known for in that, in how he's like encouraging me around the shoot 
like it's very much like last time I feel like he pushed me more for the sake of it sometimes. And this time it's more like, well, you know, yeah, go for a meal out on Friday because that's kind of as part of your values and your your brand. And yeah, we're not going to push you from here. We could do, but why would we? Because your brand isn't about just suffer for the sake of it. Yeah, um, I think also like we are a really busy period for our business at the minute. Like we've got we're going. Can't through, talk about any of that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, we're going to do that annoying thing where we're like we've got loads in the pipeline, but we can't tell you. But like we do, we've got a lot going on at the minute, and I think we're both being tested. From like stress levels are quite high, overwhelms quite high at the minute, and like when Jake said to me, I think it was Thursday, you said Mike's, you know, not really pushing me from this point. My response was thank God because I like, I think if Jake was aggressively dieting over the next couple of weeks with everything we've got going on, like it just would not be fun for anyone involved. <laughs> no. Fire everyone as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be, I'd be done. Fucking hell. Everyone. Yeah. Go Vince McMahon on the situation. <laughs> You're fired. Um, or Alan Sugar or Donald Trump, whichever reference works for you on the whole You're Fired thing. Um, yeah. And I have to say, like, compared to last time, it, it's just a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Like I feel just that it's been so much better managed and I'm in a much better place physically. Um, not always emotionally, a little bit of bipolar in me. Yeah. Jake um, is literally bipolar at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's a little bit of walking on eggshells with you, dear. I won't lie. Yeah, I think I've vocalized that. It's very, it is very peculiar it for me because sometimes it, and it actually does come out of nowhere, even for me. Like, I can be having quite a grand day. And then just, I don't know, something Kate does that I think is quite inept or, like, quite slow or she isn't catching on with the conversation we're having. I'm just very irritable about it. Like, why the fuck are you not understanding what I'm trying to explain or whatever? Uh, yeah. So I'm having to manage that because... Um, it's not really where I want to be. It's not fun for either of us. No. Um, but it's almost like, for me, the, the more awareness I have around it, the better. And that's probably the difficult part, is it? it? It has come from nowhere at times of me just suddenly being really moody and quite short and irritable. Whereas when I know I'm feeling that way, mm. like I know I'm feeling a bit grumpy, I'm more likely to go the other direction. That's where it's been really difficult for me. It's like, I have rarely felt grumpy and irritable. So like, I've not been able to manage it. Yeah. Whereas there's times where, there's times in the last few weeks where I've been like, I can tell that I'm I'm feeling short and irritable and grumpy. And I've actually been probably, those are the moments where I've been in my best mood. Because I'm almost like, you know, mind over matter, be happy, go lucky kind of thing. Mm. Um, and it'll, you know, it, what 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 what's the expression? Like, if you behave in a certain way, it'll come out, kind of thing. Like, almost fake it till you make it. But like, there's yeah, an expression. Yeah. Uh, fake it till you believe it. No, it's not. But you you won't get it. It's fine. You know, I'll I'll start getting irritable on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it um almost like what you like what you put out in the world will come back. Reap almost thing. Say. Yeah. So if I'm like just in a you know cuddly with Ralph and in a good mood with Kate and cuddly and all that stuff, like I'll be in a better mood in no time. Mm. And it has always come out that way kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's long and short of it. Um, 
I'm really excited. I, it, obviously, it's a solo shoot for me this time instead of a group shoot, which has been perfect because it's allowed me to pick the date, do it on my terms, not have to. The last photo shoot killed me from just like a, I dieted so much better than I thought I would. And it came off much better than I thought it would, the body fat. And like, you were ready too early, weren't you? Weren't way you? too early. And then just had to stew. And it was like, yeah. It's like the analogy is like, imagine you, you're cooking for someone and like you've cooked some steak or something. It's just ready way too early. And then you're just in this middle stage where you're like, do I take it off the heat and then put it back in the pan later? Or do I cook it to where I want it and then leave it? But then it might be cold when it's, do you know, like that almost works in an analogy. Like there's no good situation really in that. Yeah. Like you just shouldn't be that early. Mm-hmm. Like you should. And and I've been very wary of that, haven't I? Of like, yeah. Uh, almost right. I need to stop pushing at this point because a little bit. I'm on schedule to be early. I'm, I'm on schedule to be where I want to be five, six weeks out. And then I'm just going to stew in it and I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to slow down. Mm. And then I've, had little complex where I'm like, I'm going to be late. I don't want to be late. Cause you, it is literally, it is actually a really hard balance of being timely. And like, there isn't a good scenario. You don't want to be pushing hard at the end and being late and you don't want to be early and stewing it. It's a real balance. Like, and we've got, and I think I've got eight or nine clients doing, with doing a group photo shoot in June. We've announced that, haven't we? No, I don't think not we publicly, have. Not but we, yeah, anyway. Um, so I think we're going to put out what 12, 13, 14, even mm-hmm. people through a photo shoot, and that's going to be a massive like challenge for us. In that, we need to time that. I've got clients where it's going to be very simple, like they're going to diet that whole, that whole streak through and then peak them at the end and wash off the fatigue and have them in a good spot. And I've got other clients where. I could put them in a photo shoot in six weeks. And so yeah, it's and sit, not just like put them in a photo shoot, but like they'd be where they want to be in six weeks Yeah, of just head down, push for it, peak. So we, I think we have 16 weeks until then. So it's really timing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been fun doing it for me and like realizing that, um, but you know, how you balance that a little bit. Um, yeah. Three hours and 27 minutes later. That was... Good job, dear. Look, that was very well. <laughs> there was some educational shit in there. It was not just about me. Um, but uh, I tell you, one really quick thing is like probably the the thing we were talking about on the way down to... Uh, we, we've just been to the Apple shop to buy new iPhones. Wankers. Um, <laughs> humble brag. Um, it's not really a humble brag, is it? No. Everyone has iPhones. That's it's a new one though. It's one of the new iPhones. That's that's a brag, isn't it? I just wanted the best camera. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> the um, only reason we've done it. <laughs> literally, the only reason because it's got better cameras and newer ones than our ones. Um, we're just talking about like how funny it is. As for me, anyway, as I get leaner, it just swings so far. Where I think I have, like, at this point, I think I have a really impressive physique with my top off, and just like almost look like a small child with a t-shirt on. And like, it's the opposite of where I was, say, November, where I was like, at my heaviest, like going to be, it'll end up being like 14 kilos heavier than um, what I'll be for the photo shoot sort of thing, um, or 13, something like that. Anyway, 
and I think I look class in a t-shirt and like say in a suit and all those things but then like with my kit off even like if you look at po like the posing video I've got yeah, from, yeah, yeah. my face looks swollen mm. and like I'm very puffy yeah like it's, I, there's a middle ground there isn't there totally where like hopefully I'd look decent in a t-shirt and with my top off kind yeah, of thing yeah. um but yeah I've hit the point now where I'm, I'm not particularly I don't love my physique with clothes on at this point um and there is always that balance I feel like males more than females that yeah but definitely I think with females you'd lose your glutes don't you yeah, you just lose shape generally. Yeah. It just ends up just looking a bit. I reached that point when we did that shit in 2021 where I was just like, just skinny. Yeah. But do you not know, think even now, like your glutes are certainly smaller than they were, kind of thing? Yeah. And the boobies are gone bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, boobies. Bye bye. RIP. I sent that meme to um, one of my clients who sent me some like amazing transformation photos. And I was like, RIP to all the boobs lost during weight loss. <laughs> Literally, have you um have you seen the the meme that's um, it's Katniss? Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. She's like, I volunteer my tits yeah. for tribute. <laughs> Literally, everyone yeah. in that. Yeah, every and then there's the one. It's the orange is the new black one that always makes me laugh as well. I've not seen that one. Uh, what is it? it. Uh, it's just that like um oh it's we're not on camera so you can't see me. I don't even know what her name is. The one with like the really bad teeth and like the long hair. Who's like bipolar? Yeah, yeah. And then she's just like the black girl. No. Oh um, no. Okay, I, I haven't yeah. watched it in so long um yeah it was a good show that it was good um anyway we digress one of our topics why why should you focus on the negatives and not the positives so i'll introduce the concept and then you can go off on a seeing as i've spoken for the majority of this 12 minutes yeah, maybe i'll just call it a jake podcast at this point <laughs> solo cast <laughs> um so why you should focus on the negatives and not the positives why you should be more negative and not positive um so in essence, what we're talking about here is your good days are more than good enough. Mm -hmm. So if we look at this from like, we're talking about a fitness and nutrition perspective, but also I would argue from almost anything, like I, I, if I think about like me from like a business point of view, like my good days within our business are more than good enough. Yeah. But my limiting factor would be how are the bad days? Yeah. How are the days where I don't feel like producing content? How are the days where I don't feel like being the best coach in the world? How are the days where, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, if you want to be successful at something, you need to bring up your, your bot, your bottom point. Yeah. You need to make your bad days decent. Better. Yeah. 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 I think it's something certainly it's, it's a fine balance to strike because I think that as coaches, we want to, like praise and reward our clients for the positives and mm. for the things that and like one of our questions in our check-in process is Two of them. well yeah what's your biggest su success with your nutrition this week and what's your biggest success with your training which is awesome and like obviously it's important that we're acknowledging those things but ultimately if you're not seeing results and you're not moving in the direction you want to move in you know well what where's where's the missing piece here like what is it that we're really struggling with what what are the negatives that we're not managing to do every week that actually is going to take you that one step further is going to get you those better results so actually you know I, I quite often an approach I have with clients is like habit stacking of like nailing a habit getting it down and then stacking something on top of it so it's kind of that like positive reinforcement of just adding more in but also like where are those gaps 
that we can then stack onto those habits that are already happening and like having that kind of approach could be something that if you feel like you're not moving as quickly or in the direction that you want to or making the kind of progress that you want to be like what are those missing pieces what are the things that you're not doing that actually you probably should be and focus more attention on those things than being like oh but you know I drank two liters of water today it's like yeah but did you did you go be calories or did you sack off your training or did you sack off that walk because it was raining and you couldn't be bothered to go out you know and get your steps in or like it is a fine balance isn't it really fine like I know we had some people certainly on both of our turning point intakes where I think I flagged it in check-ins with them it was almost like genuinely praising mediocrity Mm. which I just like as a coach I'm not willing to do yeah like I expect higher standards of people I work with than praising mediocrity yeah like oh well I didn't really track any of my calories this week I didn't really do any of my steps because I just felt like I couldn't be bothered kind of thing or just didn't happen, forgot. But I did drink two litres of water. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like, that's not what we're here for. Like, as brutal as that sounds, that's not what we're here for. Like, good job you drank water. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, we're not talking about, like, working with children here. And do you know what I mean? Like, we're adults. Like, we, and you can set higher standards for yourself than that. Yeah. And, like, I think the biggest thing for me, the bottleneck for almost everyone's progress is their shit days. 100%. It just is. like, And how they then just spiral. Yeah. yeah. And like, like you react, you mm-hmm. have a bad day and it's not a case of, right, okay, today's a new day. Let's crack into it. It's like, oh, yesterday was a really bad day. And you like focus on that mm. instead of just like fucking drawing a line under it and cracking on. Like everyone's going to have bad days. But I disagree. Like, you should focus on it. That's, uh, I think that's my point with this. You should focus on it and then make sure it doesn't happen again. Not focus on it and then stew in it. Yeah, and like focus spiral. On it. Why has it happened? Yeah. But actually, why has it happened? Because yeah. I, I think sometimes we can encourage people too much of like, I'll just move on from a bad day. Yeah, but why was it a bad day? Yeah. Like, why did really that happen? Dig into the I think we do that with clients and we talk about publicly too much just moving on from bad days. Yeah. But yeah, if I have a client check in and they've had like, you know, multiple really bad days or like it's just not been a good week. Or just one. Like, I, I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice here where you're shying away from the fact that we would pick up. Why was it a bad day? Oh, 100 percent. Like, like I would like challenge one. them. Yeah. But yeah. even if it was just one. Yeah. Oh, I just had a shit day. Yeah. I don't let that slide with a check in. If someone's like, oh, yeah. I just had a shit Wednesday. Yeah. But why? Yeah. What happened? It's like the same as someone checks in and they're like, my, my sleep's been really shit this week. Well, why? Yeah. Like, there's got to be a reason. Like, you, you know, you, it's not just, yeah, you've been averaging happen. great quality eight hours a night for the past six weeks. Like, suddenly you're not sleeping. You're waking up in the middle of the night and you're, you know, the, there's, there's a reason for that. Like, mm. we need to we need to figure that out because you can't keep, ha- that just can't keep happening, you know? Mm. I also, genuinely, I, I, I think this is something we don't talk about enough. I've had clients where, they are genuinely consistent and their bad days are still a problem. Like Mm. they have one bad day in 21. It's still a problem because it's really bad. Yeah. As in, or like one day every two weeks, like you at a certain point, the bottleneck is you just can't have a, I can't be fucking arsed today Mm. day. 
like and I, i've had some of those in turning point as well like where they've just had one day that is a bit shit but like especially if you're a smaller human you can't afford a okay. 1000 steps a day three and a half thousand calorie day yeah it's gonna like have that's have just gonna have a knock-on effect yeah and it doesn't matter if you fucking nailed dieting six days of the week yeah that one day like so that's kind of my point with this this is a topic that i kind of had like uh, encouraged we talk talk about it at a certain point that bad day just has to become decent yeah do you know what i mean like it has to not be as destructive yeah it has to become a well i did five thousand steps and i had two and a half thousand calories kind yeah. of thing and then you know you've got a little bit more yeah, wiggle room it's tapering it isn't it um and it is definitely i genuinely think the biggest change we make when people start working with us is improve their bad days 100%. improve their shit stuff 100%. it's not that we it, it, the results we get with clients isn't because they go from training decent to training good or you know their good days with nutrition become even better mm-hmm. that happens like yeah. i think their good days become a bit better yeah but their bad days become really quite decent to yeah almost good yeah. and their good days become great and then that stacked on top of each other creates fantastic results yeah um so yeah that was kind of the premise of that is actually have a little look why are your why are you having really bad days yeah why are you having days even what, like- what are the triggers you know is there a pattern there is it certain days of the week that you find yourself just like sacking certain things off are there patterns emerging there like don't is it you have a stressful day or yeah even like say and, and this is this is fine from like a context point of view of like how like advanced is the client like even your bad day it might not be like you suck off your diet it might not be this but it might be that your training's just yeah. almost like you just have a, a day where you step back with training why is that happening yeah is it because you're not sleeping as well say on the weekends and then your first session of the week's always a bit average or because you're going out or something like maybe you train four or five times a week you're consistent you do it every single time you generally train with good intensity yeah but one workout in eight or seven you have a really shit kind of workout over time that's gonna have an impact if you're a more advanced Mm -hmm. trainer like you kind of need to be stringing together like a month of good training before you have a real kind of shite session do you know what I mean like how often would you say when you're focusing on muscle gain more so yeah and you're pushing training how often do you say there's a, a, a session where you just actually genuinely can't even match your numbers from the week before very rarely like one in yeah. six weeks right yeah it just doesn't happen it just doesn't really happen it doesn't happen certainly when I'm in a muscle gain phase yeah yeah so then if it was happening you'd maybe have to go oh is it because I'm dieting yeah. it's because I don't have enough fuel yeah. is it because I actually need to prioritize more food before my training yeah. so that I've got better energy for this and sacrifice the fact that this is definitely something me and you have done in the mm-hmm. past trainings become more sacrificed because we're determined to have fucking chocolate after dinner yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And you have to go, what's actually more important to me as an individual? Mm-hmm. I love my training. I know it has an impact on how I maintain muscle. So actually my bad days are coming from that. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just ram down like fuck loads of pre-workout and just crack yeah. on. Just get your head down. And, yeah. <laughs> um, which we've definitely both done as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> um. Well, again, I'm going to 
run back to you. Yeah, I think the uh, other topic that we want to touch on is just how to be more consistent. Like, how do we do the shit that we need to do to see results and just build it into, like, our week, our days? Like, I um, filmed a reel. I've not put it out yet, but it was basically, like, I, like... I'm not somebody who wakes up and thinks, will I train today? Like, I wake up and I think, when will I train today? If it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, which are my five sessions, when I do my sessions, it's like, when will they happen today? Like, there's never a doubt or a question in my mind as to whether I'm going to go to the gym and to whether I'm going to train. Um, And I think that is like the, just the, the thing like I think people give themselves too many options and too many outs of whether they're going to do certain things and actually just being like a little bit tougher on yourself of this is the shit I need to do when am I going to do it when am I going to get my steps in you know when am I going to do a little bit of meal prep when am I going to plan my meals for the week when am I gonna you know all the little things that we know matter and add up we need to stop giving ourselves the option of like, oh, maybe maybe I will go for a walk after work. Maybe I won't. I'll see how I feel. You're not going to feel like going for a walk after work. I never feel like going for a walk after work half the time. Usually it's just, a, right, dog needs to go out. I need to get some steps in. Could do with a bit of headspace. And I know I feel better for it. Pretend you've got a dog. Yeah. That helps with steps legitimately. Having an imaginary friend dog. Yeah. Um. I think we can summarize this in a lot of ways by make it way easier to do what you need to do and much harder to not. Mm-hmm. If you can come at that from both angles, make it easier to do the things that you need to do and make it harder to not. Yeah. You're golden. Like how can we make, you know, eating relatively healthy eating plenty of fruit and veg, eating enough protein as easy as possible and make it, harder to do the opposite Mm -hmm. so you know planning out your food on a sunday right this is gonna this is what my lunch is gonna look like this is what my dinners are gonna look like this is what i'm gonna have for breakfast plan that out have all the ingredients in 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 the house in the flat whatever have it all pre-planned in your own head make sure that they're relatively easy and simple to do etc right now food is far easier Mm -hmm. now are you someone who needs the meal prep because of what you've got on from a job point of view, etc. then organize the meal prep, put it in as a non-negotiable on a Sunday or whatever. Again, like I think I've said this on our podcast before, but the expression, I've always liked it. If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy. And it's kind of the, if you do what's hard now, your life will be easy later. Mm-hmm. And if you do what's easy now, your life will be hard later. And it is so, so true. It's true in every fucking realm of the world. Yeah. Like, simple analogy. We've trained Ralph really well. Our life is so much easier. Yeah. If he was a little shit, which cockapoos can be, our life would be more complex and more challenging and probably more frustrating at times. Mm -hmm. But because from the moment that he came home, we started training him. Well, certainly I did. I was fucking Hitler. Basically Hitler. Um... (laughs) But I was determined. No, he's going to be a well-behaved dog. He's going to be well-trained. He's going to stop at curbs when we're walking so he doesn't run in the road. 
because that makes things more complex. You can't go for a walk without worrying about him sprinting yeah. into a road. He's going to sit when he's told. He's going to go to his bed when he's told. He's going to sleep properly. We're not going to let him sleep in our bed. Blah, blah, blah. Was that hard? Yeah, he's so fucking adorable. Like, nobody wants to discipline the you adorable cockapoo. The crying in the middle of the night in his cray, and you're just like, oh, you're breaking my heart. Yeah. No. But no, no, no. Two months later, he's sleeping like a dream. We're sleeping through all night. Yeah. Getting amazing sleep. Even like it was two weeks. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. And then you're sleeping through the night. It's up. So yeah, you do what's hard now. Yeah. That might be meal prep. That might be planning out your food. That might be going for a food shop. That might be choosing to go to the gym before work. Could be you can look at it on a day view. You can look at it on a week view. You can look at it on a, like a yearly view. Yeah. Um, I mean, another great example in lockdown. We did the hard stuff from the moment that lockdown kicked in. And I'm convinced that we financially made double the amount of money a year later than we would have done. Yeah. Easily. Like you take our, like the money that came into our business, March, 2021, mm-hmm. I think it would have been halved yeah. if we hadn't spent that month or two at the start of lockdown grafting our asses yeah. off. If we'd have kind of seen it as, oh, gyms are shut. We've got furlough. Let's take it really easy. You know, let's have a couple of weeks holiday in our mouth and go for some nice long walks and watch fucking Netflix all day. We could have done that. That's what everyone else did that we worked with. Literally. Literally. And like we were a team of 20. Wild. We're a team of 20 PTs, right? Yeah. We were the only ones. We're the only ones grafted. I know of that we were like proactive and like, right, what can we do here? Literally. And I don't Moving think any, all of our in-person clients. I don't think a single person yeah. from that PT team of the 20 had a positive reaction from the lockdown. No. Like we, like, what? Genuinely almost 10 times our income two years later. Mm-hmm. I would imagine not a single one of them has it had a positive impact on. No. But that was what was available for us. That was the situation we knew was there. Yeah. We didn't even know it, but no. we knew that we wanted to graft. Yeah. We wanted to build something positive yeah. off it. And then we wanted to do the best for our clients and get them the best results through that period. Yeah. And it was hard. Yeah. Like that was one of the hardest periods we've ever worked. Yeah. Changing over. I fucking had to change like 30 programs to home workouts. Oh my God. Every in 36 week. hours. Oh God. Do and I was determined. That boxing, was it um, when no, the I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. And we'd like literally just finished up for like Christmas holidays being like, we've not, we've not taken any time off that year. We were like, we're taking the week between Christmas and New Year, New Year off. This is it. Like buzzing. And then they made an announcement that the gyms were showing on Boxing Day. <laughs> we had to change everyone's programme. Literally. I, I had like a proper meltdown. But again, again, come back to you do what's hard now and it's easier later. How was the holiday after that though? Yeah. So relaxing. So if true. we'd been like, oh, well, none of these need doing until the new year anyway. Everyone can just wait. Everyone can chill. Yeah. No one needed them. Yeah. No one but we needed the them. mental space yeah. that week. Yeah. So we knew... Right. I think we had 40 clients each, didn't we? Pretty much, yeah. 40 programmes, personalised to every single person we with the equipment like they have. We woke at five o'clock the next morning and was like, just get it done. Grafted the whole day. Yeah. It was like a 12-hour straight programming day. <sighs> Everyone bespoke programmes, etc. Why? Is it harder to do that? Could we have done cookie-cutter programmes? Sure. Yeah. Clients wouldn't, wouldn't have got good, as good results. 
that would have been harder later because they'd have been frustrated and they wouldn't have seen the same results, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, a big thing of being consistent, set yourself up. I know we've just gone on a whole tangent, but set yourself up. Do hard things earlier and make it easier for yourself later. Um, It's something that I like preach to my clients all the time when we're looking at like behavior change and habit changing and habit building. It's like, it's going to take work now. You're going to have to be intentional with it. You're going to have to be quite headstrong with it now. If you keep, if you have that approach now, even in like a couple of weeks, it's not going to feel hard anymore. You're not going to have to feel like you're being intentional with it because it does just start to happen more naturally. Yeah. And I think, so and the, the last part of this, which is the less tough love version, is just make sure that whatever you're setting out to be consistent with is genuinely doable for you mm-hmm. on a normal yeah. week. Not the roses are red, violets are blue week where you're going, well, you know, now and then I can do four sessions. Like, no, what's your normal week? Can you do, can you only do three? Fine. Cool. That's fine. That's what we do. And then we set out the start of the week. Where am I thinking these sessions are going to be? I'm thinking of of a few clients here where things can just like spiral in terms of their workload in a week. Where am I planning on putting these sessions? Where am I? most confident that I'm going to be able to do them. Yeah. And then if that happens, great. Do you have a backup plan of where they might go if things do get super busy? Is there a way that you can make it like morning sessions, for example? I'm so biased to gym sessions before work. Yeah. So biased because nothing can shit hit the fan. No shit can hit the fan pre-work. Work can't drag on. You can't get you know, stuff landed on your desk at the last minute before you've started work. Yeah. Like, I'm so biased that. And if I worked a nine till five, there was no fucking way that I'd be training any time except before work. No. Maybe lunchtime if I got a nice lunch break, but most likely, and I lived right next to the gym, but most likely, or, or, or worked, sorry, most likely it'd be the morning, mm. be 7 a.m. Yeah. Every be. single time. Had to be. No, no question. Wouldn't happen. Um, because... Yeah, I'm, I'm the kind of person who I think I would be fucked at the end of the working day. Mm-hmm. I think I would start making excuses. I think I would start going, oh, do you know what? I can't. Um, so, yeah, I've always talked about do the negotiable part of your day before you do the non-negotiable part. Mm-hmm. Because the non-negotiable part is getting done no matter what. Yeah. Works works happening. Has to happen. Has to happen. Either way. <laughs> you got a paycheck pay you need to get. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No one's paying you to go to the gym. No one's going to really follow up on you. Like, you got to just get it done early. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's a good place to Anything start. else we want to cover start, start. being consistent? I don't think so. Be realistic with what you're setting out to do. Make it as easy as possible for yourself. Plan. Schedule plan. it in. Yeah. Be fucking hard on yourself Be and belligerent with it. with it. Yeah. 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 Bish, bash, bosh. Summarised. Words of wisdom, guys. Um, and everyone, message me kind words of and pray for me. Well wishes in our relationship. That's a bit excessive. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit excessive. Got a lot of deposits on weddings at this point. <laughs> Fucking hell, savage. It's fine. It's only four and a half weeks. Savage. I'll have Jake back in no time. Can we just conclude as well that Kate has been dieting, has also been grumpy at times. So I'm just going to have to throw these bombshells out there. And then she's doing a photo shoot at the end of April which she'll also be doing a little bit of dieting for yeah. around the time that I'm finishing up. 
So then pray for me. Pray for our relationship, guys. Pray for me. Pray that I make it through Kate's photo shoot. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, anyway, have an amazing week, guys. Yeah, have a great um, week, guys. I hope you have a good Monday listening. if you are listening on Monday. And uh, we'll speak to you all very soon in the next episode. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Please, it makes a big difference. Very aggressive. Um, no, because I just remembered at the very last minute. Oh. Uh, please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. And if you are listening, you have enjoyed the episode, you could share on social media. Yeah, it always means a lot. A lot. The relaunch is obviously, um, yeah, we could do with the listeners, basically. Fucking yeah. tumbleweed at this point. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, mum. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have an amazing week, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.